Sunny to join, and then we can start having a conversation. A couple more minutes. Just waiting two or three more minutes, people. I'll put some music on for the time being. Can you hear me all good? It's quite, um, I'm not sure whether you can hear me in the audience. Just waiting for Sunny to come and join us, and then we can start moving on and getting on with some questions. What's up, guys? My name is Jimmy the Otter, here to talk about Notional, the disappearance of Mr. Gaddikin. No, 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 Jimmy, we're not, this is, we're going to be talking about osmosis. We'll leave Jacob for another spaces or call, please. What do you want to talk about osmosis, then? Well, I'm going to get Sonny to go through what's happened this year and what's happening with Mars and... I mean, Mars, Mars, what's happening with Mars? What are we talking about, man? What's the TV on Mars now? Oh, I can tell you. It's not much. Wait, let me let, let, let me get let me get Sunny up here, and we'll we'll just start getting on with the spaces. If you uh, drop drop me a DM, if you like, if you want to do another. Wait, wait, you're gonna drop me down after bring me up because I asked a question, a very basic question. Man, that's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I thought you were going to come up and just ask something about osmosis or start talking about osmosis. Well, Sorry, that's the question. What is going on with osmosis? Truth, nothing much. All right, well, let me get Sonny up here and we can start talking to Sonny. Hello, what's up, Sonny? How's it going? You all right? Hey, hey. Nice to see you, Jimmy, as usual. Always uh, bright and cheery. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Danny. How's it going? Yeah, no, thank you for joining. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, we've never done a space. So for me, I just wanted to have a space with you just to talk about, um, obviously, what's, go- what's happened with osmosis this year. Quite a few things have happened. Um, and then obviously just talk about like the Mars thing, um, the UMI merger. So for anyone who doesn't know Sunny, Sunny is the founder of Osmosis, and Osmosis is um, one of the, one of the first dexes in Cosmos. Um, it's an app-specific chain itself. Um, so yeah, I don't know whether I'll just hand it over to you, Sunny. Um, do you just want to just explain to everyone who you are, and then just explain a little bit about what's happened with osmosis in sort of the last six months to a year? Yeah, sure. Um, hey, everyone. My name is Sunny, uh, as mentioned, one of the co-founders of Osmosis. Um, have been working generally in Cosmos for last, damn, six years? Wow. Six and a half years. Um, uh, and so, yeah, just like, you know, excited to work make the interchange stack a uh, success. And um, so, you know, with osmosis, uh, wait, so what was the question? You want me to start from the beginning, the history of osmosis? Yeah, just, or? Just, 
just just yeah, just to explain some of the changes that have happened this year so far. Uh, so like obviously we had you had the tokenomics change. Yes, yes. Uh, and things like that sort of features that have come and then we can sort of chat about what the main focus is now right right okay so yeah so this year um you know we was our first full year in the bear market uh you know at the beginning of 2022 uh, osmo saw it's like all-time highs and it was just like steady uh, you know uh you know we got we got hit with a pretty big punch with the terror crash and stuff and then this year we kind of saw the you know, it was our first year that like, okay, we entered in as the bear market and you know, things were pretty rough actually for a little bit. Um, but, you know, for us, our big focus uh, for like the first half of the year was to ship concentrated liquidity, uh, which is uh, the, you know, it's this like on-chain order book style system. It was heavily inspired by like the work of Uniswap V3. Uh, but yeah, by shipping that, building a version in the Cloud SDK with some minor changes for how we kind of saw you know improving improvements to the ux that kind of like was the main focus and you know we got we got that live by the uh in july of this year right around OsmoCon, um which is our conference of the year and since then it's actually been a huge success i think a big uh, majority of the liquidity has already shifted over from the old classic xyk pools contrary liquidity and basically what contrary liquidity just does is it allows osmosis to provide very competitive uh pricing even with like low liquidity so uh you know typically when you're in an amm a classical amm you're market making from the prices of zero to infinity and you have liquidity at every range so but you know if you're market making osmo right now like you know i know we'd all love it but you know at the, at the moment there's no real reason to be market making osmo at a price of a thousand dollars or osmo at a price of one cent right there's like no chance it's going to snap to either of these like in in a few you know anytime soon and unfortunately uh on one side uh but the because of that it's like okay why not put your liquidity in a more reasonable range right you can do you know say hey i'm and, and what, what, what there's actually this like it, it turns lp into a little bit of a a game because what you're doing is you're trying to bet on where the price of osmo is going to move and you can the more concentrated the smaller the range you pick you get more rewards you get more trading fees and you get more incentives but you have more chance of your position going quote unquote out of range which means you know the price goes out of your range so you know you can for something like Osmo right now, you could say, hey, I'm going to set a pretty safe range of, you know, uh, 25 cents to a dollar 50. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure it's not going to go out of that range, at least for like two weeks. I don't have to check it. Um, and you'll get, you'll, 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 you'll get way more rewards and uh, re- uh, fee trading revenue than you would if you were uh, from zero to infinity. But if you want to go like really aggressive, maybe you'll be like, oh, okay, you know what? I... I don't think that for the next like 24 hours, it's going to go out of the range of 60 cents, or sorry, 70 cents to 80 cents. So you can set a way more concentrated range, but, and you'll be earning more rewards while it's in range. But if it spikes out of range, like goes from, you know, 70, it, it goes, you know, to 90 cents. Now it's like out of range. You're going to stop earning rewards until you close your old position. You have to like 
and, and reopen a new position at the new Rangers. So it turns it turns Alpine into a little bit more of a game, but this actually provides way more liquidity into the network. Um, that was our so you know shipping contract liquidity. That was the big focus of the first half of the year. We also did a number of tokenomics uh, changes, basically. Uh, you know, people often always talk about, oh, awesome inflation is so high. I'm not sure if they've actually go, gone and seen the inflation numbers. It's actually one of the lower ones in all of Cosmos chains at this point, uh, because we, you know, uh, so I, what the Osmo tokenomics changes did was it shifted a lot more of the liquidity incentives towards staking. It cut the inflation rate in half. Um, and it did a, yeah, so. And in, gen- and in general, where the inflation rate is just continuously to go down and down as uh, Osmosis governance redirects liquidity incentives to the community pool. So, yeah, this is basically the Osmo 2.0 tokenomics. Um, and then, okay, so that, that, that all happened in the first half of the year. Second half of the year, uh, we've been spending a lot of time focused on, like, a lot of performance stuff. Uh, smart accounts, which is what I presented about at Cosmoverse. It's just how do we make the UX of Osmosis much better? And now we're working on a couple of uh, new projects. Happy to talk about as well. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, can you just explain a little bit to everyone in the audience about smart about the smart accounts that you're focusing on now? Yeah. So smart accounts. Basically, what we saw was, I think that. Onboarding UX of well, we were, we started from the idea question of like, okay, what is it that makes people go to centralized exchanges instead of decentralized exchanges? And I think there's a number of things like you know access to fiat on ramps and stuff is one. But one of the things is I honestly just think the onboarding UX is so 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 much better on centralized exchanges. And you know, with a decentralized exchange, the first thing you have to do, do is go like install this new wallet and like save the 24 words and you know it's it's a very unintuitive experience because it's not what people are used to doing in every other web app that they use so the idea with uh smart account well one of the ideas of smart accounts is how can we make that onboarding ux uh easier you know you come in log in most modern hardware today has a you know we can call it quote unquote a wallet built in already so if you have an iphone uh you know when it sometimes when you have to log into things it does that little face id like scan that's actually doing like a cryptographic uh signature to like authenticate you um they we can reuse that at the blockchain level so you can turn your iphone into a wall into a uh, a wallet right you don't have to save a separate key you can turn your macbook into a wallet almost every device that's come out in the let's say the last five-ish years has this like standard built in and so we can figure out what we can leverage that and turn that into people's primary wallets rather than having to download these new browser extension based wallets um and that that's that's useful from the onboarding side but the smart account functionalities will also be useful for like even existing users as well so the one that the feature that we're actually going to launch with it's called one-click trading which basically means you know, today, every single transaction you do, you have to sign. And especially if you have a ledger, that's like annoying. You know, you're trading, it's like you, you do a trade, you have to go click, 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 click. You trade, you have to go click, 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 click. And it's like, that gets really annoying. So with one-click trading, what's going to happen is when you land on the site, 
when you, you know you can imagine on a centralized exchange you don't have to like sign something or you don't even have to do an email login every time you do a trade right so on osmosis what's going to happen is you log in you authenticate using your ledger or your wallet but and what it does is it generates a hot key in the browser that every time you click the trade button or one of the buttons it just auto signs it for you without you having to um you know have to authenticate do the long manual process every single time. But you might be wondering, well, doesn't this actually have security concerns? Like, you know, if there's this hotkey in the browser, what if my browser is compromised or something, someone to steal my, my money? Yes, this is what actually happens for a lot of products that do one-click trading. Like DYDX actually does have like one-click one trading as well. But if you have a malicious browser extension, they could like, that whoever has that could like steal all your uh, all your mo money out of uh, like your your hotkey. So what we've done is we're building a lot of security systems into the one click trading feature. So it's like, oh, okay, you'll only be able to trade up to like this percentage of your portfolio. Um, you can only do these sorts of actions. You can't withdraw the money off of Osmosis. Um, We'll also, you know, we're working with a company called Blockade, where they'll provide optional co-signing. So, you know, basically what they'll do is they have this like AI powered product that like looks at your transaction history, looks at, you know, where the, which web server the request is coming from. And they provide like some risk analysis and say like, oh, we think that this transaction is kind of sketchy. We're not going to co-sign it with you. And that way, like, uh, it basically makes it so like it's it's harder for an attacker to steal the money by taking your hotkey. So yeah, we're we're working on these like hotkey this one one click trading feature, but really thinking about like the security side of it. So that's when that that's the feature that I hope we'll we'll see live uh, by fingers crossed. Uh, I actually think the development will be done by end of year. Uh, where we're, I think we're slated to have it you know completion by December eighteenth. But I think we're going to probably push it, wait till the next year to have it live because uh, until like January to have it live, just because it is a pretty big feature with massive security implications. And if there's a security incident, I would hate to ruin our engineers' winter break. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like you say, you're focusing, like the, the shift is focused on um, bringing users and, and having a, a really user friendly sort of uh, center point to go to. So, no, that makes perfect sense. And we can maybe dive into that more another time. Uh, one of the next things I wanted to t just to ask about is um, about what's going on with Mars. I just wanted to know what sort of benefits um, it will bring if Mars does come, you know, migrate over to Osmosis. Yeah. So, you know, we've been working with Mars for a very long time. Um, they, you know, were one of the first. You know, post-Terra crash, they were one of the first projects to migrate over to Osmosis. And, you know, they we worked with them to build the Mars V2 margin trading system. Um, and then eventually they got interested in building a PERPS trading system along the lines of a GAINS network as like the inspiration for the mechanism design. GAINS is this like Oracle-based thing on Arbitrum, very similar to GMX with some with some differences. Um, 
And so yeah, they went ahead and started build, uh, build, or they haven't really started building it. They're planning, they're about to start building it now. Right now, their focus had been on, you know, getting to the Mars V2 launch. Now, and so, you know, we actually also are, surprise, uh, also quite interested in building perps uh, for, you know, a variety of reasons. One, obviously, it's one of the most lucrative uh, products in crypto. But I also think that, like, for a lot of the product vision that we have of, uh, building the Robin Hood for the rest of the world. I think there's actually a lot of, uh, you know, perps actually help with this a lot if we can solve certain mechanism questions. So, you know, we, in full transparency, had informed both the Mars and Levana teams, um, like, well in advance that, like, you know, months ago that, hey, by the way, you know, we are, our, our commitment right now is to helping support you guys, but, like, we want to leave the door open that at some point down the road, we might want to build our own perp system. And part of the thing is both Levana and Mars are built using the Oracle based systems, like similar to GMX. And our belief is that long-term order books are going to win at like, are going to be where most trading happens. You know, it's sim we see it similar as like the shift from classical AMMs, the XYK to concentrated liquidity, right? Order books give, market makers and traders more expressivity to how they want to define their like portfolio or like their trading strategies in a way that like Oracle based ones just don't give you that level of flexibility. And so, you know, so, so this is a kind of like what DYDX is, is an order book based one. Um, and so, you know, we kind of told them like, Hey, our like, I, I do actually think the Oracle based ones are very good for bootstrapping a new ecosystem, like bootstrapping the market, which as we see Levana is doing like a really good job at. Um, but like, so yeah, that we kind of like gave them that heads up. Like, hey, you know, it's not not anytime soon, maybe like a year from now, like we will probably be working on our own, uh, or I don't know, a year from now, a while ago. So I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll probably pick it up sooner, but like we will be working on our own order book based perks. Uh, but we would like to make sure they're like actually deeply integrated with uh, your guys's perps. And so, you know, for Mars, we actually really like their credit account infrastructure, their liquidation engine. And our belief was that if we can have multiple uh, perps market designs, part of the whole thing is like, I think the design space for perps is just so high. Like they're a primitive that's only existed for like what? six or seven years, they were like invented by BitMEX, they, FTX had some improvements to them, then GMX came along and changed the design quite a bit. Uh, but like basically like they're, we're just like so early and I think there's actually so much design space in uh, uh, perps designs. And like, I think you can like, I think it's worthwhile to explore the whole design space, like Oracle based versus or order book based. Uh, how do you do funding rates? Like all the, there's all these like things that you can do to you know, one of the things that we're really interested in is how do we make these things useful for long-term holds? So, you know, if you look at, if you try to hold a 1x long sole position on Binance over the last one year, you would have paid a cumulative like 30 to 40% in funding, which makes these things not very suitable for long-term holds. But what we're trying to do is figure out how can we make perp systems suitable such that like, Hey, someone anywhere in the world wants access to any asset. They just want, they're not trying to be like DGEN lever trading. They just, you know, due to their uh, restrictions, they don't have access to certain capital markets or whatever. They just want to hold a 1x long of some asset. How do you 
uh, allow them to do that safely without having to pay 30% in funding. So you know, that's where a lot of our interest lies in, is in like almost turning a perp system into a little bit more of like a synth uh, system uh, instead. So that's kind of what we're, where a lot of our fo- focus is on. But yeah, anyway, so going back, basically our take is like, okay, let's get everything into a standardized liquidation engine, have multiple markets, and then you actually, you know, this will just be good for everyone because it brings more volume, more arbitrage, more capital liquidity into the network, and then it will flow between all the different perp stacks. You know, you see this happen on Arbitrum where you have multiple perp stacks um, and, you know, they all kind of work well. Uh, I think they're actually positive some with each other in the sense that they bring in more eyes to each other. Um, but it seems that, you know, after serious deliberation, uh, the Mars team is uh, yeah, I guess a bit too scared of competition and decided to go to a, you know, go migrate and like have Neutron be the go-to-market for their perps product because there's, uh, I guess, one, less competition from Levana there right now and two, less competition, you know, less future potential competition from an Osmosis Perps product. So, uh, yeah, they decided to make that move. I mean, I obviously, it's a little bit disappointing. You know, I always really, really liked the Mars team uh, ever since, like, Terra days. Uh, I thought they were one of, like, the very innovative uh, teams working on lending market design. But, you know, I, either way, I think uh, we'll... I, I wish them well, whichever one they decide. And, you know, we're, we're going to move forward with, uh, you know, I mean, Levana is crushing it. They're launching the token next week or two weeks from now. And we are moving full steam ahead on our own perps implementation as well. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, we can, uh, yeah, we're, I'll ask you a little bit about that uh, when we get a bit further down. And I, I completely agree with you. I think trading, um, it's, that, it's that same thing that we always talk about where, the ecosystem you've just got to be patient sometimes let the ecosystem mature let people build uh the tools or the platforms for everyone to use i actually wanted to ask you while we're on the subject of trading um what about forex trading is, is do you know have you thought about that has anyone thought about bringing like forex trading into the ecosystem or trying to build a dap around that yeah so actually you can do some forex trading with labana right now uh, i believe that they do have uh perp markets for uh, let's go check which assets they had. I think they had the Great British Pound, the Euro, and the Yen, I want to say. Those are the three that they have. So you can actually do um, Forex trading in perps using them. Um, I also had a, a good call with uh, the Mint Cash team yesterday, uh, and they're actually also working on some, like, Forex trading functionality using their new stablecoin system. So, uh, trying to see how, how that how, uh, see how that will work as well. Yeah, no, that'll be it'll be interesting, like you say, because I think that it just brings the volume, doesn't it, to the to the ecosystem and things like that. So, no, that's perfect. Um, what we'll move on to now is, can you sort of now explain to everyone um, the proposal to merge with Umi and sort of go through the benefits of of uh, that happening as well? Yeah, so sure. So UMI is, you know, one of the biggest lending protocols in Cosmos right now. It has like, I don't know, over double the TBL of Mars. Um, and so, you know, we've been in touch with the UMI team for a while. Uh, basically, we were interested in, you know, we knew that the Mars team was like 
you know, less interested in the lending protocol side. They had already at that point, you know, shifted a lot of their focus or like intended to shift their focus towards focusing on their own perps market. Uh, but we knew that like, hey, you still need a good lending protocol. And, you know, the UMI team, on the other hand, is just like very focused on uh, like lending protocol stuff, right? They, you know, they don't have any interest in going into perps. They want to like, you know, make the best lending market. There's a lot of design space, you know, similar as perps. I still think there's a lot of design space open in lending markets as well. You see like on Ethereum, you have Morpho coming in and shaking up the game. You know, you have this like long time duopoly of Aave and Compound, but actually now you have the like, you know, Morpho is finally shaking it up a bit. And so there's a lot of like, uh, improvements that can be done to a lending market. And Umi is just like really excited to do that. They're like, um, you know, maybe they want, they might issue a stable coin at some point. Uh, they're working on a lot of like interesting RWA stuff as well. So yeah, we kind of like were are in touch with Umi. They saw, it was, you know, I feel the timing was a little bit odd, but that, you know, we, this is something that we've already been working with Umi on and like, how do we bring you know, bring in Umi and have them be this like, lending side partner for the osmosis decks and so yeah finally you know just happy to announce that like you know that we you know the umi team is like really excited to do this and make this uh move and like combine forces with osmosis to build the DeFi hub yeah no that's perfect um so can you maybe just explain like what um what differences it brings like if, if you know what i mean what like obviously it brings benefits, but what are the differences uh, that it can bring to the chain that obviously enhance osmosis? Yeah. So like I, like I, like I mentioned, like, you know, they have a much deeper like lending market right now than Mars. So, you know, that will enable more leverage on the, uh, you know, on the margin trading side, we are working on a margin trading UI for the osmosis front end right now. So people will be able to do that. Um, it will, I'm hoping that we can work with them to like create a stable coin. So like similar to how Ave launched Go as a stable coin backed by like the arm. No, typically in, in Ave today or not today, now Go is live, but originally if you wanted to like borrow a stable coin, you needed someone to provide USDC deposit right someone had to deposit usdc into abe and then you come in with your eth and you borrow the usdc that they deposited maker did something different right maker dow was they said oh you come in deposit eth and instead of giving you letting you borrow someone's stablecoin we actually mint this new stablecoin called die and then we have all these mechanisms to make sure it actually is a stablecoin and, you know, both of these protocols grew like crazy, like Abe and Compound on the lending side and Maker grew as this like stablecoin protocol. And then at some point, Abe was like, wait a second, Maker is like not so different than what we're already doing. And it's just that instead of like providing, like letting people borrow USDC, we can let them borrow USDC or we can just create a new stablecoin that people can mint called, and they called it Go, G-H-O. And so, you know, it, a stable coin is actually a very, and then you actually see this, you know, Kujira did this as well, right? You know, they had the ghost system first, which was their lending market. And then they're like, then they are turning a separate system on top of that called, uh, with, which mints the USK stable coin. 
And so, you know, I think that that's probably, a, in my opinion, a very obvious direction for the next next step for like Lumi to go down is take the value of their deposits in their system and actually start issuing a stable based on them. But, you know, obviously this this is just my idea. Uh, you know, we are, you know, having, we're still like doing this like, road mapping phase with the umi team figuring out like okay what 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 how should we set the roadmap of like the, uh of the lending lending protocol yeah no that's great and uh something i did read up was obviously they're going to be one of the the main contributors sort of combining with you to focus on mesh security um so i don't know can you just explain to everyone a little bit about uh what mesh mesh security is and and what it what it will do and the benefits yeah, uh, mesh security is this framework for how to do uh, economic security in Cosmos. Um, basically, it's an, a protocol that we came up with uh, two, a year, year and a half ago, or a year ago, um, where you know we saw the development that was happening with like ICS on the Cosmos Hub, and while it was like you know a step in the right direction of providing security we just thought the mechanism was a bit on you know not economically sound where you know requiring all validators to have to like co-validate every single chain it, it causes like weird economic misalignments between the stakeholders of a chain and the validators of the chain where um you know stakeholders are in incent- Ad, like atom government token holders are basically incentivized to vote yes on every ICS chain that shows up, right? Any marginal benefit is valuable to them, but the validators are really the ones who have to brunt the cost, right? They are have to run the infrastructure and new nodes, and you know sometimes some of these chains bring like close to zero revenue. Um, and so, oh, is that a snake? No, that's a stick. Okay, sorry, I'm walking outside and. That's right. <laughs> um, the uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, and, and so yeah, basically, you know, we basically saw that. Okay, the way how like how do we redesign this system to actually work like with, like economic incentives aligned? And so the mesh securities paradigm is it's actually very similar to in a lot of ways to the restaking system that Eigenlayer is creating, but actually with a couple of important differences on one one we don't instantiate like enshrine lsds at the core of the protocol um and then there's also a lot of like in my opinion odd design choices that eigenlayer makes um we kind of like tried to build this as the most generalized restaking primitive possible on top of which you can build different um alliance structures on top of it so you know some use cases you know Honestly, I think the biggest beneficiary of mesh security will probably just be the Cosmos Hub because that's what people, you know, will want to use for security. They're going to want to use restaked Atom. So, you know, uh, that will, that, that, that'd be cool. Um, and, you know, maybe once that's live, you know, if Osmo holders are willing, we'll probably, you know, incorporate some sort of mesh security framework with, with the Cosmos Hub. Um, but you can also do it with a lot of other things as teams working on plugging Eigenlayer into mesh security, the Babylon team will be using mesh security to provide Bitcoin security to any chain that wants it. Um, and then you can also have these like bilateral security agreements as well, such as between you know Osmosis and Axlar, for example, where the two chains will actually share. Uh, you know, Osmo holders will help secure Axlar chain. 
actual stakers will help secure the osmosis chain. And both chains are basically secured by the sum of their market caps. So yeah, there's like, yeah. You yeah, can also no, use mass right. security to bootstrap new chains. The, the, the nice thing about mass security is it's not actually one single security design, market, like design, like a prescriptive of this is how, this is the chain you get should get security from, you should only get security from this one chain. It's more of like, hey, here's a primitive and you can choose to use it how you want, what makes sense for your chain. Yeah, no, that's great. Are you, is part of mesh security, are you still adding the interfluid staking part where, um, like you say, you obviously have the market cap securing, <laughs> but then people can then interfluid stake from a liquidity pool to secure the chain and then staking APR as well as pool APR. And so it's similar, similar to superfluid, but it's the non-native side of the Osmo pool, if I'm, if I'm right. Yeah, that's, that is, uh, that is the goal. Uh, we want to be able to, you know, basic, similar to superfluid staking, but we want to do that cross chain. And this is actually part of why UMI is also really excited about it as well is, you know, they want to be able to say, Hey, if you have deposits in the lending protocol, um, and stake potentially, right. You, you could actually like, let's say you have Adam deposits or Axel deposits in the UMI lending protocol, can we actually get that to count towards uh, uh, interfluid staking as well? So that's, I think, where a lot of the, you know, where their excitement for mesh security comes from as well. Yeah, no, that's great. Like, yeah, it's exciting. Loads of things coming on. Um, so what I will, actually, if we, yeah, I'll rewind a little bit because I think, did I hear you right earlier that there's some uh, a few new dApps that are coming? So do you want to, I mean, I was going to ask whether there's any alpha or anything like that. I can see there's a question in the comments asking whether there's any alpha for, is it Milky Way? Um, so, yeah, if you want to just explain a little bit about what's coming, all these new dApps. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, you mentioned Milky Way, so I can talk about that. So Milky Way is, uh, you know, it is a liquid staking protocol for Celestia. Uh, that this or this, this modular slash ecosystem more largely that we helped incubate. Um, basically, uh, we it kind of actually uh, you know the background is it all kind of started when Stride started or wanted to go ICS, and so when that happened, we were like, oh, I actually don't think in that case that Stride will be the dominant. LSD for the Celestia ecosystem if it merges with Atom. Um, now, now that that has happened, I actually think Stride will probably do a good job with the Celestia side. But we kind of saw that oh, here's this like weird opportunity where you know no one, there's no obvious LSD provider for Celestia. And the thing with Celestia is it's actually launching without interchain accounts. And almost everyone who does LSDs today requires some sort of interchain account functionality or Cosmosm functionality in order to do their LSD protocol, neither of which Celestia has. And so what I realized was like, oh, there's actually this like, if you could architect it using this like, could we like create a mock version of interchain accounts um, using like a multi-sig and staked validators uh, and kind of ended up doing something similar to, um, this is actually similar to how Lido launched as well. Uh, and so basically we're like, oh, here's this opportunity to like, you know, front run and be the first mover in building the Celestia taking derivative. And so, you know, we've reached out to a couple of friends and we got in touch with, um, you know, Jay, who was the 
Uh, he he was the ex CTO of Cosmos Station, so he built like MintScan and all this stuff, and like he was so obviously he knows like the Cosmos stack like you know inside out. Um, and so you know we it's funny he had just started a new job, like literally the day before when we contacted him, and then he's like, "All right, guys, give me two days. I'm quitting my job to work on this." Uh, and so yeah, he he literally quit his job on his third day to you know go full-time and you know build build milky way so uh and they've they, they built up quite a quite a quite a team there so uh yeah it, it's launching uh as a contract on osmosis so the mta token will be issued on the osmosis chain which is you know it's good for osmosis as well because you know this is uh osmosis is already like the DeFi center for tia tokens and as the deepest liquidity and volume but being the place where the first staking derivative for TIA is issued as well is just going to further cement and bring, you know, as we see with the T- what, what's happening with TIA, if it continues to grow and become this like uh, powerhouse, like, you know, it, Osmosis will benefit by being the DeFi center for it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. First mover advantage and everything like that. It's, people don't realize how crucial that can be in the space. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's covered, that's covered quite a lot of what we were going to talk about. Is there anything that you feel that we've missed out that you want to cover or talk about? Um, talked about perps. We talked about smart accounts. Um, I guess the third thing that you know, the three things I'm like my focus is on right now is like perps, smart accounts, and the last one is uh, Bitcoin. So you know, Bitcoin and just general like bridging more generally. So uh, we are. You know, excited for we're, we're working. We have the native WBTC just sitting there right now. You know, we're waiting for us to flip the switch on it. Um, we're kind of in discussion with BitGo of like how can we create like a CCTP style system for WBTC because I think that will just make the launch much more smooth if people can just instantly convert Ethereum based WBTC into Cosmos WBTC. So that's kind of what we're just like seeing if it's possible to do that if not we'll just go ahead and flip the switch and let people start converting and you know we'll provide some liquidity to enable that uh, but then at the same time we have two other parallel bets as well where uh you know we're working very closely with nomic to uh you know help fund them fund their audit and be able to you know start bridging bitcoin and then we're also working with um you know building a new native Bitcoin bridge as well. Uh, we just this, uh, this this one would be run by Osmos alt stakers directly. Um, we're working with uh, basically an X store chain dev who helped build a lot of it, who uh, you know is involved with the version of Bifrost for Thorchain. And we're basically we we started by forking Bifrost, but we realized the code is actually some of the messiest code we've ever seen. So I, I think at this point we've kind of ship of Theseus it into something new. Uh, but yeah, basically we'll be uh, using like a TSS based system. So that way we can do like Bitcoin bridging and, you know, Dogecoin and Litecoin and Bcash and all, all, all these UTXO things. And then hopefully my, my part of my goal here is, you know, so what, what, you know, to be clear, you know, I love Nomic. I think that like, I actually think their bridge is probably better designed for Bitcoin than Thorchain. Problem is, it's a very special case for Bitcoin. Right? The nice thing about the Bifrost system is that we can use TSS to uh, 
quickly point to anything. And so hopefully, you know, we can like point to like Zephyr or something or BitTensor and like all of these like new UTXO chains that are like built on these very custom stacks. Like, can how can we like uh, integrate, like bridge to them very quickly and like list them on Osmosis, be the first place where these are listed. So yeah, that's kind of what uh, our third big um, product uh, project line that we're working on right now. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I think, like you say, it's, sometimes it's about, um, as a collective, we need to just bring everything to Cosmos, and we need uh, Cosmos to sort of house everything. It, it's got everything that we need in the ecosystem. So, no, that's perfect. Um, I don't know whether, is there anyone, has anyone in the audience got any questions? Does anyone want to request to ask anything? I'm not sure if you've got a couple of minutes spare or not. Is there anyone out there who's got anything they want to come up and ask? Oh. What we've done there no nope, that's fine well i think we can we can probably wrap it up um at that for today sunny and yeah i mean it's been a pleasure having you on thanks for coming you yeah you explain things um really well I'm, I'm wondering if maybe we can do another one uh in q1 2024 see where things are at see how everything's uh going after possibly merging with umi and everything like that so um yeah, it's been great having you on. And if you're happy, we can finish now and do this again another time. Yeah, that sounds great. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Danny. Perfect. Yeah, thanks for your time, Sonny. Um, and thanks to everyone who's listening. If you have got any questions, just put them in the comments and we can always cover it next time. Yeah, have a great day and I will catch you all very soon. Take care, guys. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payment. Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds, fond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your communitility All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach 
Each coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.